0: Today you've joined hundreds of established and emerging writers who are discovering ways to reach their writing goals and have fun by being more curious, creative, and productive. You're listening to Ann Croker, Writing Coach. This is Episode 179, Time to Schedule Your Writing Life Tune-Up. Tis the season for many things. One thing that doesn't roll off the tongue quite as jolly as a line in a carol is a writing life tune-up. Yes, tis the perfect time for writing life maintenance. It sounds so boring. I can't believe I'm sending you off for two weeks with this message. Then again, I am convinced if more of us would take the time to develop a simple system that supports our whole writing life, we'd stay on track and meet more of our goals and make new discoveries and find new outlets for our work in part because we aren't scrambling at the last minute to meet a deadline. So it's time. Time to schedule your writing life tune-up. Your writing life as a whole includes both you, the writer, and your work. In a few days, we'll tumble into the new year with big goals, plans, intentions, and resolutions. But before all that, at the close of this year... A writing life tune-up looks at what you, as a writer, need for success, then turns to your projects so you can determine how to set yourself up to nail deadlines and build your body of work. Doesn't that sound like a worthy, satisfying activity, even if it is boring? A writing life tune-up isn't sexy, but it's effective. And I'll be spending time on a tune-up for myself in the days ahead. Why not join me? I'll be looking back at several areas to see what worked well last year and what I'd like to see in the year ahead. I'll be examining things like professional development, my writing habits and systems, my writing deadlines, and my editorial calendar. What did I do last year for professional development? Well, I attended three writing conferences. I subscribe to multiple podcasts that offer writing-related content, and I listen to those. I attended several webinars online that were led by industry leaders, just to stay on top of things. I read books about writing. I read other books, fiction, nonfiction. I read articles and blog posts that had relevant content that would help me as a writing coach and as a writer. Some activities you might want to consider that aren't on my list could be things like working with a mentor or a coach or joining a writing group or some sort of author mastermind. Our writing life evaluation can include practical elements like rearranging our writing space. Does my current desk suit my needs? Are there tools that made my life easier? And did others waste time with complicated steps? Is your writing chair right now a good fit? Mine is, but the armrests need a little duct tape repair. Did you try a standing desk and find it helpful? And how well did a writing notebook serve you? Make a list of equipment, outings, activities, and input from the past year related to all of these writing life details. What worked? What didn't work? What helped you improve as a writer and what wasn't worth the investment of time, money, and logistics? What gave you energy and what sucked energy from you? Also, what from your work and life gave energy to others? As I review last year's activities, I'll determine what helped me level up as a writer. And then I can continue to make better decisions for the year ahead, scrapping anything that wastes my time and resources and continuing what offered the support I really needed. I like to get this big picture of you, of how I want to invest in myself, my space, so I can include it in mapping out any given week or month ahead. When, for example, do I intend to listen to a podcast or watch a webinar? I don't want to steal time from a writing session, for example, to read an article about queries, and yet I want to read about the queries, so when will I do that? I know, I know, it's a boring process, but this tune-up keeps me from scrambling and squandering time, because left to my own devices, I totally squander my time. James Clear and many others advocate a Kaizen philosophy of improvement that claims that tiny goals set us up for success. Just a 1% improvement adds up over time. So we can decide the small steps we want to make that will move us toward our next writing goal. So let's say you have a deadline to finish a 1200 word article by January 31st a mere 40 words a day will get you there if that deadline is to complete a draft. Now, if the finished article is due in that time frame, you may want to ramp that up to 100 words a day to finish the draft early and leave time for revision. Aren't those small steps? Surely we can write 100 words a day and for sure 40. I mean, we could do that right before we drop into bed at night. So. Decide some small steps that move you toward your next writing goal. You can do that by looking back and see what small steps worked in the past year as you reflect. And then you can work all those details into a schedule as you look ahead, a calendar. Writing habits and the systems that they feed into, they they really are kind of boring. (laughs) They lack the excitement of slamming keys at the last minute, but it'll be a sustainable over the long haul and effective At moving you toward those deadlines. I mean, you can binge write, sure, we've talked about that. But what if you pushed it to the last minute and then you have to miss day one of a writing conference you invested in because you have to churn out that essay in your hotel room while your favorite speakers are taking the stage? That's not the way you want to live your writing life. So develop a system or call it a routine if you like. Whatever you label it, you should see results as you track work at both a high level and at the micro level day by day with habits that support your goals. And one way to do all that is to take time for this tune-up, to look back, reflect on what worked, and then look ahead so that you're ready and poised for success. Our writing habits and systems tie really closely to our writing deadlines. So this all kind of blends together. I like to think through all kinds of content. Even social media updates, which for me have become a kind of micro-blogging outlet. And blog posts, also for me, podcast episodes. Articles to pitch, essays, newsletters, short stories and poems to submit to lit mags. A book to develop, propose, and write. Think about all the writing-related written content that needs your attention and all the tasks involved in each one. Like a nonfiction book would require research and development. A novel will require a word count goal to work toward milestone deadlines of hitting the first draft or lining up beta readers. To write a form poem, that may require studying its requirements and then reading plenty of samples to appreciate how others have pulled it off. Determine deadlines for every stage and milestone of every project, whether it's a project you assigned yourself or one you've been assigned by someone else, like an editor estimate how long various stages will take from pre-writing tasks like research to final edits that you'll do yourself or those that you'll send off to a professional editor. And of course, you'll need a little more time for that. Whether you use a paper calendar, bullet journal, or digital app to schedule your days, you'll want to integrate your editorial calendar like the actual calendar. You can track lists and plans separately, and that's part of the whole process, but actual tasks will ideally integrate with your personal calendar because most writers work around the rest of life. We write during lunch breaks at our place of employment. We write when the kids are at daycare. We write early in the morning before a workout and on weekends before shoveling snow. Find blocks of time to devote to your work and then set them aside and assign writing sessions, writing deadlines, specific writing tasks to those specific times. Commit to the work. Don't let anything creep into that block. You are a writer. This is your job. Even if you clock in at a full-time position elsewhere. So set that aside to do the work. Though you're in tune-up mode, this is not a set-it-and-forget-it model. Regular maintenance will send us back into our system and the calendar itself to evaluate where we're at on any given day. Heaven knows life throws one curveball after another, so our plans are regularly thrown off. And that's okay. Build that into the system as well with this kind of maintenance step of evaluating on a regular basis, at least weekly, so you can adjust and revise. If you're a fly-by-the-seat-of-your-pants personality, and this is all sounding super systematic and overly organized, let me tell you, that's me. I would much rather follow a whim, and sometimes I do. I am not by nature a routine-oriented person, but I learned that commitments take priority, and for me to pull them off and not get distracted, I need a plan, a routine, a system. Besides, I find that this basic approach works even for more relaxed personalities. You can use a flexible calendar like a bullet journal, let's say. It doesn't feel like a taskmaster. But for procrastinators and forgetful sorts, and anyone distracted by shiny objects, can you see me raising my hand here? It's good to have that plan set up with a system that kind of nudges you to attend to the commitments you've made and the goals you've set. You can achieve them better when you set up and follow an editorial calendar. Regardless of your personality type, an editorial calendar is a simple way to think, plan, and act like a professional writer. It's a practical way to take your work seriously. When you do finally start looking ahead and you're ready to make some goals and resolutions, your tune-up gives you a system into which you can incorporate them because big dreams and small goals are exciting to imagine and start. But the way to pull them off is through this ongoing, boring act of sitting in the chair and churning out words day after day. And to set yourself up to do that is to create systems, schedule time on an editorial calendar. That is how you pull it off. And that can be done in a writing life tune up, especially here at the end of the year. So join me. Join me in a writing life tune-up and together we can head into the new year ready to achieve our goals in the most boring but effective way possible. I'm Ann Croker cheering you on as a writing coach in your ear. Everywhere we may meet, at my website, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, in your mm-hmm. inbox, here on this podcast, over at Patreon, or even in person. I'm always looking for ideas to share with you that will help you achieve your writing goals And have fun by being more curious, creative, and productive. Thank you for listening.